and welcome everybody good morning today the 18th day of february wow the month is gone already oh 10 more days and this two shall pass we give god praise for another opportunity to come and um dine with him this morning uh come and talk about uh, with him this morning because we are not talking to ourselves uh everything that we do when we gather together in his name is here with us and our Holy Spirit, as you are here with us, open our eye of understanding, enlighten us, and give us the right perspective to your word, so we will not misinterpret it, but you will give us the understanding that have meaning and that we transcend into changing everything about us in the mighty name of Jesus. We will look at the topic this morning, say, get a preparation perspective. Get a preparation perspective. That means when you would not be surprised and there will be no regret. Uh, get a preparation perspective. Uh, in what? In what? In who we are and where we're going and what have changed concerning us. We were once a condemned people. We were once uh, forgot, forgotten people. We were once uh, people that are with no hope. But now we are people that are called out of the darkness into marvelous light because of our peculiarity, because we have been chosen by him. So that's it's, uh, what we want to put into perspective this morning. So we will know who we are and know how we need to live and what we need to do to maintain who we are. Because brethren, uh, it's not a joke. The devil is like a roaring lion looking for whom to devour. The Bible says, whoever thinks that they're standing, let them take heed so that they will not fall. And uh, we, in our early stage of our of our workers meeting book that we read and we join at the final question, at the early stage of it, we know that people are accomplishing to themselves. They think that they're okay. They think that they're all right. And they find themselves that they're actually not all right because the little things, the, the, the little things that, 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 that make people go derail, they're not practicing it. And they didn't realize that as they were practicing those minute things, now turn into a big thing that actually suppress them from moving forward for the Lord. But the Lord will sustain us as we keep on doing what we do in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I will read the Bible text we take out of the first, second Corinthians this morning. Uh, Bible text is taken out of the second Corinthians this morning. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 10. I read the old thing so we can have, uh, we can get the old thing. I actually let me start from verse nine. Read verse 9 and 10. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 9 and 10. It says, So we must, we make it our goal to please him. So we make it our goal to please him. Whether we are at home in the body or away from it. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each of us may receive what is due us. For the things done while we in the body, while in the body, whether good or whether bad. So like I said, we were once people that are no hope, people that are, have no, 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 no future. But God decided to look down on us and say, ah, these children, I love them, I love her cannot be gone just like that. You go and die for him. And it took us out of that hopeless life and installed us into a hopeful life. I read this morning, Paul, Paul wrote, Paul writes 
They say we must we make it our aim to what? To please to, to, to be well pleasing to him, presentable, you know, in his sight. For we must all appear before him on the judgment seat of Christ, that each one of us, each one may receive the, the things which they have done in the body according, according to what he had done, whether good or whether bad. If we are wise, you will live each day with this truth uppermost in the mind. If we are wise, we will live each day to please him, to please him, to please him, to know that there is an expectation from God concerning us. Because mostly what's happening nowadays is that expectation of God has not taken paramount anymore in life of people. Expectation of others have taken paramount in the life of many of us. That what will social so person think when they see me? What will social so person think, feel about me? And now we're now looking at things that people are doing and we start comparing ourselves and thinking that, okay, because they're doing that, maybe we need to start doing that. We now forget that somebody still have a very interest in what we do and they want us to be interested in what he thinks about us rather than what people think about us or what we think about ourselves. Let's, that's thinking. If you are wise, you will live each day with the truth, the utmost mind, you'll be mindful of what God thinks of you. You will have a preparation, preparation perspective that yes, even though whatever it is that I need to do to get me by today and tomorrow or for future on here, on this place of the earth, I must also prepare myself in case this finally come to an end, what is going to be after. We must put that in mind. Preparation perspectives has been put on the side. We prepare for a lot of things on the face of the earth. We prepare to make sure that we have our 401k. We prepare to make sure we got a good job. We prepare to make sure we got a good education. We prepare to make sure that our children are well-being. We prepare to make sure that we are, we are in, a, in a good upright standard in the society. But what about what God's expectations are? Are we preparing our, our mind in that perspective? Are we? Think about it this way. You don't, you don't just wake up one morning and say, I have decided to be a lawyer or a doctor or an accountant or even a professional football player or basketball player or soccer player. No. You make that decision many years earlier and then you walk towards it. Many of us that have PhD today, many of us that have a master's degree today, many of us that have BSc today, many of us that have high school diploma today, many of us that have uh, MBA, MS, uh, B, BCN today, many of us that have this acronym behind our name today. It didn't take overnight. It took work and the perspective was set to say this is what I want to do. Are we actually preparing our mind towards our heavenly goal? If I may ask the question, and I will ask you to answer it to yourself. This year, today is the 18th of February, second month into the year. Have you ever, ever, ever crossed your mind 
in this year alone, these few days that we've crossed, that what will it be like? What will my reward be? What is God thinking about me? Not God, what haven't, what haven't you done for me? Have we ever think of that? Answer that at your private time. And let's start creating a perspective that have preparation for our future. You know, they take time. Everything that we accomplish on this face of the earth, they take time. We made the decision earlier on and we say, okay, well, when we go to primary school, we go to secondary school. Yes, we come to university. Yes, with this, all of this thing, we walk a little bit in Nigeria, then we come to America. Then we come to America. We start setting a plan, setting a goal. And when I do this, I want to do this, get my home, get my car, get my this, and increase everything. We do all of those things. And they're working out because God loves us. Not because we know how to do them well, because the same thing we are doing. Many people did the same thing. They were still stagnant where they were before. But because of his love, we are able to excel. The progression of our life is distinctive. That's okay. I want to do that. When she does that, it's very, very distinctive because of his love and his mercy upon our lives. Now let's think about what is going to be on the other side. If we put that much effort, Yes, and God is not asking for too much. He just said, love me with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and all of your strength. That's all he asks. That you keep me in mind. You acknowledge me in all your ways and everything else that you will do. We put a lot of effort in a lot of things that we get accomplished on the face of the earth. But how much effort, how much do we think about our heavenly home? I prayed this morning that if that has been neglected in our thinking, that God will restore perspective to them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Now, let's be clear. As a Christian, you are not working to earn your salvation. You're not. You're not. Salvation is already settled. Jesus died on the cross. He shed his blood. You receive him and you're saved. Salvation is the foundation you build on. You getting saved is a, a foundation that you build on. You build on it. And Bible says no one can lay a foundation other than the one that's already laid. Jesus already done that. He has saved us. He has saved us. Jesus already done that. First Corinthians 3.11. Nobody else can do anything else. We don't need a coat of a ram or a bull or anything. His blood is enough to save us. And he has done that. We have accepted him. Then Paul goes on to say, anyone who build on that foundation may use a variety of material, gold, you know, foundation of gold, silver, jewelry, wood, eggs, and straws. But what on the, that judgment day, fire will be revealed. What kind of work each builder has done? The fire will show if a person work has any value. Somebody sent something to me this morning. I think I shared it on the, on the workers' platform. That's about uh, President Chi that was talking about. His father taught him lesson. That what, have you, what was it that you have done for God, that God has put in you, that you have taken care of on others? That that work will not be born and just be wasted. What we see sometimes 
and what our what our saying that translate into our heart because the foundation of Christ and everyone has not been situated in our heart that says something that we are looking for to we just know that we are going to heaven but we are not doing what we need to do for the reason why we get saved what was the last time that You've given somebody a tract that Jesus loved him. We know when we first got saved, it was it was one of those things that we cannot go out a day without having a tract in our in our in our bag or in our pocket, just to just say good morning. Jesus loved you. I want to give you this. Let's go back to that. Let's go back to that. Many of us have neglected that. Yes, I know society sometimes has changed. Our status has changed. Our God has to move us higher than what we even expect. So we want to look at things and say, ah, if people look at the way that I'm sharing tracks, when they think that ah, I'm doing something, some we, we even say, they say there is no solicitation. You're not soliciting. You're just preaching the love of God for them. You're not soliciting. You're not soliciting. Because the freedom of the freedom, the, the freedom of, of religion is it's, 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 it's on the constitution that you can express yourself anyhow you can express yourself in that. Yeah, company might want to suppress you, but it doesn't stop you from saying Jesus loves you. It's your freedom of expression, it's your freedom of religion. You have that. So people are hiding behind it and say, ah, my company doesn't allow that. No, that's not true. It's because we don't want to do it. I'm not saying you should go and now become an informatic to be distributing literature in your job and be doing everything. No, that's not what I'm saying. There are some people that are close to you that you can still have the time to minister gospel to. People that will want to hear you. They come to you for advice concerning that job. They come to you about help in that job that you, you God gave you wisdom to help them to resolve that problem. Why don't you use that same wisdom that when they come to that problem as to solve that problem, you can pass on that wisdom that God has given you unto them as well. The fire will come and, and test everything that we've worked on. How we have lived our life to please him as our life pleasing him or our life we're living it to please ourselves. Because every time we accomplish something good, we get praise by others. People see and they come and say, oh, wow, what a wonderful thing. Oh, wow, I'm so proud of you. Oh, yeah, who is getting all those praise? Yeah, we hide and say, yeah, to God be the glory. It's our life living to please him that people can look at us and say, I please God in your life, in what you're doing. Because all those things that we are achieving, listen, they are just going to be tested by fire. The value in the sight of man, the value in the sight of everybody else. But when the time comes, that the judgment time comes, they become valueless because they're really unimportant. Remember the story of the of the rich man that we talked about two days ago? He has an opportunity. He has an opportunity to help Lazarus, to give Lazarus what he needed. But the riches that he has make him to look down Lazarus and say it's not worth anything. But Lazarus worth more to God than anything else. You worth more to God than anything else. So start giving God what pleases him. Walking towards pleasing him. Walking towards making sure you are, that your life is a, is a story for God. Your life is a story that people will tell about God. Your life will be a story that people will tell. All our goal should be to please him. Setting our goal to please him. 
whether in now or next life. If we walk, if the work survived, the builder will receive the reward. If the work survived, the fire and show the value, you receive the reward. But if the work is burned up, the builder will what? suffer great loss. The builder will be saved, but like someone barely escaped through the wall of flame. Let's continue in that same Bible verse, uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 12 to 15. No, I'm sorry, 1 Corinthians 3, 12 to 15, sorry. When you stand before Christ, you have two options, reward, regret. Which one will you choose? So let's get preparation perspectives here now when we are, when it comes to our, our Christian journey. We're preparing for a lot of things. Now some are preparing for exam as we speak and they want to get the reward of that exam, which is great, which is great. But those are things that are temporarily. There's nothing wrong with that. But is God involved in your preparation? Is God involved in your preparation? Many of us will say, ah, yes, I want to do this. I want to do that. Oh, I need time to take care of this. Let, let God just give me a break for now. I've done that before too. That yes, God, I need the time. This thing that I need to do is very important and I need to focus on it. But who is going to help me to get them done? Isn't it God? Shouldn't I be giving God more so he can pour himself in me so I can get success in what I do? Because in the book of Joshua 1.8, he said, yes, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth and your mind. Day and night, meditate in it so you can have success. So if I say, God, take a break, I found out that, yes, I may do what I need to do by the little wisdom that he gave me, I may have succeeded, but I was empty with my success. That's what ended up happening. Because he didn't go in there with me, because he didn't work with me in what I was doing. So I just go by with it, just like, yeah, I barely made it. Brethren, let's get, it, let's get it together. God will help us to get it together. I'm not taking too many time of our, of our time this morning. I want us to just remember that no matter what it is that we achieve on this earth, salvation is guaranteed. It's guaranteed by the blood of Jesus Christ. But what else is God expected from you? What else is God speaking to you? The way God is speaking to me, what he expects from me is different from what he expects from each and every one of us. But what is God telling you that you know every time you made that mistake? God tell you, this is not what I didn't, uh, I, I expect more than, more, I expect better things from you than this. God is telling us. And how do we react to it? Do we make an adjustment to say, God, I am going to do whatever you want me to do and do it right? Or we just let it go? Because it's not going to take a cane and beat us. Or tell us that, okay, yes. You're going to you, 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 you're going to get punished, you no? Know, because he didn't do that, and uh, we just think that it's okay. Let's get perspectives in our work with him. 
I may the Lord help us in Jesus' name. I will pause if anybody wants to add a testimony or add anything to this. Uh, you're welcome to add it. God bless you. Welcome, everybody. You know, preparation, it's a, a heaven perspective is different from the preparation of the of the earth. We we have we have the tendency to just um take everything at heart on the things that we see, the things that we have uh, touched, or the things that we can have control on. You can inter interrupt me if you want to add to it, please. But when it comes to the things of God, because we don't see it, we don't pay too much attention to it, but we need to be cognizant of the, of the presence of the Holy Spirit in our life. Because if it's in our life, it will guide us aright to know that, yes, we cannot do anything without God. It will always tell us, uh, when do you, when do God take a break? If God say, I want to take a break without giving you a breath of life, uh, what would you think? People would be in coma. God never take a break concerning us, but we take a break on, from him. Where did you ever hear that? We won't take a break from our job. We still go to that job. We still study for exam. We still do what we need to do. But when it comes to God, we tell God, hold on, I got to do this. We all do that. I did it. I, I did it. But uh, God forbid, I won't even go back that way anymore because it's a bad road to go. It doesn't profit anything. It destroys so many things in my life. And I, I'm not ready to get anything, anything, anything to get destroyed anymore. So God and God alone is who I'm going with. And God will help us in Jesus' name. Like we studied, yeah, our Bible study yesterday is the fear that makes us to do the right thing by him. But not the fear of, of beating us, but the fear of loving him. That, ah, wow, I see this God is so mighty. So all the struggle that I've been going through, I don't need to go through that. He knows it. If you read what I sent out this morning, uh, the, 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 the last part of it, his father put two bowls of soup in, his, in the place. When he learned his lesson the first time, the second time, the third time, he knew that he cannot make the same decision, the same mistake he made. That he told his father that, yes, you know what? You, are the, you know what it is. You know what you put in the in those noodles. I'm not going to make any choice. You choose what is best. Read it. Go and read the right out that I sent out to this morning. He choose. He told his father, "Choose what is best." And what his father did, he knew what he wants to give him. Many of us, God knows what he wants to give us, but because we don't give him the fear to say, "Yeah, you are the King of Kings. You are the Lord of Lords. You know the end of my life from the beginning. You choose for me." We don't. And we find ourselves lost, falling up, getting up, falling down, getting up, missing it, finding it, finding it, losing it. Because we didn't allow God to have his way. We think we're so smart. We think we're so intelligent. We think we know it all. But we forget that everything that we have comes from somewhere. I pray that God will humble our heart so that we can put everything in the right perspectives. So that on the judgment day, the fire testing us, we will come out to be the most valuable player that God has ever created on the face of the earth in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm a person, so please uh, help me this morning. Anybody have additional, I know there's some scholar on the, on the line, please help me this morning. Hallelujah. Good morning, Rachis. Welcome, sir. Yeah, thank you very much, Pastor. Um, you you really dealt with it already, like you do with everything. Um, actually, 
um, we, we, we Christians, every day we begin to sing. We, um, uh, heaven is our goal, heaven is our goal, heaven is our goal. Yes, heaven is the goal of every Christian. But how are we walking towards our heaven? That is a question we got to ask. The preparation perspective we just talked about now. Because uh, one, um, we don't know. They, nobody knows the time he's leaving this world. It can be today, it can be tomorrow. Our prayer is that God will allow us to live long so that uh, we and our children can get some of the things that we needed and uh, we get prepared. So, but by and large, uh, the preparation we are talking about, if it happened today, what, what, what have you done now? Because we may be thinking, oh, let's, mm. let's, let's, let, let's get the time to uh, hustle. Mm. Let's get the time to make it. Let's we'll get the time to do what uh, pastor is saying. We'll get the time to do all that they were saying. But nobody knows the time. So we don't want this thing to keep, um, take us by surprise. As a, as a child of God, you've got to prepare. Don't let things take you by surprise that, oh, you see, there's, there is two things from our reading today that either we, uh, we get a reward or you get a regret. So um, the reward is what everybody is looking at. And the regret side of it is what we don't plan for. And when we don't plan for regrets, we have to walk towards that reward. The reward is heaven go. So we got to be serious with things of God. And uh, you see, as Pastor Adet um, said it um, repeatedly, Many of us, we are always giving excuse for the things of God, excuse for the things of God. We don't give excuse for other things. Everything, things of God, we always give excuse. Oh, um, it happened this way. It happened that way. It happened that way. It's not right. Um, things of God should be something we should be paying so much attention to. We should be serious about it. We should walk towards it like um, pillar to pillar. We should not be missing it. And even paraventure, we mistakenly miss it, we can like go to God and say, oh, God, I miss it. Please let your grace abandon. His grace is abandoned for us. But the thing that God wants us is like total submission. Bring yourself. Know that <clears throat> walk towards what you, what you preach. Walk towards what you hear every day. Walk towards what you believe in. Don't just be playing pranks with it. Don't be, be playing with it. Don't, don't take God for excuse all the time. Once it comes for God's things, you have excuse. There is so much rain. There is so much sun. There is so much this. There is so much that. So things of God, we should take it more serious because as we are walking towards this heaven, um, we get, we, we're praying that God will help us to make that heaven. And as we walk towards it, we should be serious with the things of God. And I just pray that God will continue to encourage us so that anything that is distracting us, anything that is uh, pulling us out from the things of God, God will cut it out from us. And God continue to build in us that spirit of uh, seriousness, that spirit of commitment, that spirit of uh, um, uh, trusting God and believing God for everything. Because when you trust God and believe God for everything, you will be walking towards towards the things of God because you know that God will perfect everything and understanding the things of God again will um, make everything um, aligned. So let's continue to uh, walk towards the things of God with seriousness and not giving excuses to the things of God because if God gives excuses to us, it is going to be very dangerous. Um, yesterday, you do not, uh, you promised to do this for me, you do not do it, and I'm not going to do it for you because you so we thank God for his grace, but let's not take his grace for granted that every time we give 
exquisite to things of God, so that uh, when we get there, it will not be like um, um, a regret for us. We pray that God will reward us when we get there, and we walk towards that reward in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank yeah. you, my brother. Thank you very much. Uh, I think it's very vital. It's very important that we, uh, we, 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 we take God serious and allow him to do what is best for us. He knows the best. He knows the best. And God will help us in the name of Jesus. Thank you very much, my brother. Any other contribution this morning? Any other contribution? No, it's a very, uh, very sensitive subject. So I, I believe that um, God will help us in our journey, that we will not uh, have any regret concerning anything that we do, that God will bless us and will assist us to achieve greater things and not miss it out in heaven in Jesus' name. If you don't have any contribution this morning, I guess today's uh, teaching will be very short. So, uh, chicks, go ahead and pray for us, please, so we can uh, go and get some rest. Please be safe out there if you're driving. Um, the, route, the road is very, very bad, so be safe, please. Thank you. Father, in the name of Jesus, mm -hmm. Heavenly Father, you are so good to us. We thank you because you are giving us this opportunity to hear from you again. We thank you because you have told us that we should be serious about things of you. Father, we pray that you continue to help us so that we will take you number one. We will take you as our priority, never as, uh, we will not take you as an option, but as our priority in everything we are doing, that we recognize you for everything so that as we do our things, as we go our daily, uh, daily activities, we'll be able to extend your goodness to others. People who doesn't know you, we will continue to work for you and bring them to you. Amen. Lord, show us the right way to follow. Amen. Do not let us be afraid of the things of the world because you have given us all those power to do things. And when we are doing things for you, you will open doors for us. You will give us breakthrough. And things that we think is going to be difficult, we see that it's not going to be difficult because Amen. we call you into it. Amen. Father, we pray. That even as people are going out today, Father, I pray that you continue to take care of them. Amen. Protect everyone. Father, the road is very bad. Every place is a bit messy. But Lord, we pray that you take care. You protect everyone. Father, give us all the strength to do all our work today. And we'll come back safe and sound in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for our families. We pray for every family represented in Victory Temple Chantele. Father, we pray that you continue to bless all of us, continue to protect all of us, whatever we are doing. Father, please um, make it successful for us. Do not let us suffer so much, but Lord, open doors for us, break through for us, and give us success line so that we can always come back to you to appreciate you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, we pray for our children. We pray that you continue to take care of them. Bless them all. Father, let all our children continue to grow in wisdom, grow in the knowledge of God, and Pray that everything, every good thing that comes from children, they will find it from our children in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, they will not be sick. They will, they, will, they, they will be strong in everything they do in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, I pray for this country as well. I pray that you continue to help this country. Father, even as this pandemic is going everywhere, Father, you are God. We believe in you and we trust in you. And we pray that soon 
everything will become normal. And Amen. you are standing forth for us and you are going to settle all these things. Father, we pray for the leadership as well. Continue to take care of all, our, uh, all the uh, leaders in this country, our president, our, the cabinet member, the house, the senate, everyone that is making decisions in this country. Father, please teach them what to say. Feed them with your knowledge so that Amen. your wisdom and knowledge will be a part of them and they will use it to do good work in this country in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, we pray for all our sisters trusting you for um, life partner as well. Father, you are God. Please hear the cry of your children. Everyone looking for a husband, Father, let the right person come to their dwelling. Let the right person come locking on their door in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you. We bless you and we pray that even as we are um, this season that we are undergoing, um, this fasting, Father, we pray that you continue to strengthen us. Father, please, everything that we need this period, Father, we need a closeness, we need a contact, we need a relationship with you. Yes, Father, Lord. please, yes, give Lord. us that relationship. Father, Amen. connect us to the things of the um, Holy Spirit so that the Holy Spirit will continue to minister to us. Everything Amen. that we need from you, Father, this period, Please help us to grab it from you. Help us to connect to your to, to you so that we'll be hearing from you and we'll be doing as you said in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, we pray for strength. We pray for ability. We pray for enablement. Everything that we need, Father, provide it for us in the name of Jesus. Amen. We thank you and we bless your name. For thank you. Through Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. The one the Lord has blessed, we shall live in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, everybody, for joining this morning. God bless you. Cover you with the blood of Jesus. Please be careful out there and drive safely if you're driving. God bless you. Have a good day.